0: Matt Wise is gone and what he went to do says a lot about how he's viewed as a pitching coach in MLB. It's Fan Mail Friday. We got a lot to discuss so let's get started. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John and this is Locked on Angels.
1: You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast.
0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Sirius XM by searching locked on angels. And if you want to give back to the super halo bros for all the angel content, here's how you can do that. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, then please subscribe and become a locked on Everydayer. and whether you're watching or listening, come over to YouTube and leave a comment. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and, Be a part of the conversation And today's show is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com.
1: Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Hey, it's a Fan Mail Friday edition of Lockdown Angels, and we appreciate everybody who's send in questions for today's episode. In fact, Mike, we got a question from locked on every day or cope. You're good buddy. Jeremy Copeland
0: on Twitter sent in a question. Why don't you read that one for us? He said, what are the Halos waiting for on making decisions about pitching and hitting coaches? And what if Shohei waits late into the off season to make a decision? How long can the Halos wait to reallocate that money elsewhere? before other guys get snatched up and then he's he tweeted again and said no sooner that I hit send that I see the news about Matt Wise so (laughs) let's talk about Matt Wise Johnny and let's talk about Shohei why don't you get us started yeah so I kind
1: of want to go through Cope's questions here uh regarding you know what are the angels waiting for in terms of hitting and pitching coaches and all that stuff yeah and about Shohei Otani so recently Rhett Bollinger he's the Angels beat writer for MLB he actually released a newsletter that said the Angels are expected to announce a new manager shortly after the World Series so we'll find out pretty soon Mike about the next Angels manager and who that might be uh the next manager is going to be that one who builds out the coaching staff once he arrives so I imagine Once we have that hire in place, we'll start to see so-and-so's going to be pitching coach. Somebody's going to be hitting coach. In fact, some of the people who are there now uh, might not be there when the new uh, manager takes over. Sam Blum had an article kind of talking about Matt Wise and how he went to the White Sox uh, of the Athletic. He reported that because the Angels did not pick up the option on Phil Nevin's contract, many of the coaches were told they could pursue other opportunities as their futures with the angels remain in limbo. So mm. everybody is free to move on to somewhere else. I'm sure not everybody got told that Mike, I'm sure not everybody is planned on getting, uh, not canned, but like they don't want them there anymore. Yeah. I imagine somebody like Bill Hesel, who was definitely a Perry Manassian kind of hire. He's the guy of course, who is the assistant, pitching coach works in the bullpen and was hired from driveline i imagine he'll still be there sure. fingers crossed for me that phil plantier also stays because we've heard a lot of great things about him i could see marcus timms being taken off this uh coaching staff because the hitting coach is somebody that the manager will definitely definitely yeah. want to replace now regarding shohei ohtani um, I think somebody made a really good point on YouTube yesterday in our comments that on every day or uh, K Wolf X. There we go. K Wolf X, shout out to you on our YouTube comments because you smartly pointed out that with the winter meetings coming up in early December, I think it's like December 4th, I think they begin. We'll probably see some news about Shohei Otani around then at the winter meetings. It's going to be uh the the talk of the winter meetings is where he's going to land so hold on your butts angel fans because that's going to be all the conversation you hear at the winter meetings and usually that's when those big free agent acquisitions happen anyway they happen at winter meetings but they also happen shortly thereafter so i don't think that otani is going to wait very long to pick his next destination i think we're all a little uh, antsy to get things going and figure things out and where he's going to land. But again, we're going to have to wait till after the world series. And also I think that that timing of his signing will be around the winter meeting. So early December is when we'll find out. So I don't think the angels are going to have to wait around much longer. I don't think they'll have to wait and worry about like, do we get Shohei or do we go after other people? I think they'll have that answer probably pretty clearly before the winter meetings Uh, But if not, I'm sure that the latest on what they plan on doing will be in December. Mike,
0: Matt Wise, moving on, my friend. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, he's going to the White Sox, and there's an Angel connection. One of the people that he'll be working with was with the Angels previously. He's going to be their new bullpen coach, Johnny. Hey! How about that? Significant role, really impactful, influential, going to... Wait a second. We're talking about Matt Wise. <laughs> I saw somebody tweet out and say, Well, good. He's leaving. He's leaving this dumpster fire. He's the reason why it's a dumpster fire, in my right. opinion. I mean, this guy has not been great for this team. He's always kind of felt like an interim pitching coach. He took <laughs> over because he was the interim pitching coach and then just kind of, Well, Matt's here. Let's just yeah. have him do it. Right? right. And, and, and I get that there's, there's a lot of knocks against him. There have been some people that said, Well, wait a second. The Angels had a top 10 ERA in 2022. But, The reality is, is I think uh, a broken clock is right twice a day, right? And so Matt (laughs) Wise may have been right that one particular year. But what we saw this year is, I think, the epitome of his coaching. There was a lot of changes with the pitch clock and with the shifts, and it really didn't look good for the Angels, right? They didn't feel like they adjusted at all. They didn't feel like they got better. In fact, a lot of the pitchers got worse, Sandoval looks like a pitcher who's completely lost out there and i know Reed detmers had talked often about how matt wise would help him and that there was one outing where he was terrible and the next outing he was great and how matt wise spent some time there but that's only one of maybe two stories that we've heard in his three to four years with the angels that he's really been impactful and so yeah i I think this this is a, a brilliant move the angels because of that one season, people will go, well, maybe it wasn't. But truthfully, the Angels were not good this year. They were 23rd in ERA in 2023 under Matt Wise. And and he is somebody that we have always asked the question, what do you actually do <laughs> on this team? Right? I mean, there was that whole story with Buddy Carlisle and AAA where Reed Detmers went down last season and got better when he came back up. We also got news, by the way, that Buddy's not with the team anymore. Yeah, so they're really cleaning house. And, it does feel and like they are. And I think, honestly, John, I think that that's the best move. Um, I, yeah. I know that most of the people that are there were there before Perry or kind of came in because Phil Nevin wanted them. I do think it's the best move. It's time to clean house, and it's time to adjust some things. And I think Matt Wise and him being moved on is a great move, and it's long, long overdue. What does it say that... The Angels pitching coach, major league pitching coach
1: for the last three years, Mike, is going to another bad team to be their bullpen coach. Right, right. Like, this is the guy who's been in charge of our pitching staff for three years. And like you said, to me, it's always felt like interim pitching coach because Mm -hmm. he took over after Mickey Calloway got fired and rightfully so, like he deserved to be let go and Matt wise stepped into that role. That was three years ago, right? There was, you can't tell me that there's no reason why Matt wise should have continued to be the pitching coach. And I will say he probably looked like the guy who failed the least at his job when it came to the, the, the staff, because you know, last year's hitting coach was awful. And Matt wise sort of looked like He got the team to turn it around there at the end because the pitching staff was pretty good. But yeah, missed me with that. Well, he was top 10 in 2022 in ERA. Yeah, but now they're... 23rd in era in 2023 so miss me with that because he's supposed
0: to be really good for young pitchers but he hasn't been really good for these young pitchers i feel like he's george costanza when george quits and then he comes back and that boss goes (laughs) is that that costanza sitting over there i think that's that's how it's been right that's
1: mad dog chris russo when he said he was going to (laughs) retire and then and then backed out gee what a what a spineless gutless
0: uh
1: coward both of them
0: uh that host that show (laughs) they they can they can get out that'd be great johnny i think i think when it comes to Matt wise specifically, I think the undermining for him was the fact that he he may have not really known if this was going to be his job in the next season. And I think that they have to get rid of all of this ambiguity and be very clear with the coaches they're going to get and with the roles that they're playing so that there isn't like a, well, I guess I'm going to be here next year. Right? Like I, I, I get that he was in and he was helping or trying to help these pitchers. But if you're not sure about what your role is going to be in the future, I wonder if you save some bullets. I wonder if you hold back and play some things close to the chest. This is just me thinking out loud, but uh, you know, like if I'm not going to be here next year, I'm not going to share all of my goodness and all of my details with these guys. Who knows? Right. Like that might be giving him an excuse, but I'm, I'm glad he's gone because it really back to the question <laughs> we've always asked, gosh, why is he still here? What do you do? You know,
1: what do you do? Well, he was a warm body who could breathe oxygen, Mike. I mean, yeah uh look like you and i agree on a lot of stuff but but to suggest that matt wise has some knowledge or stuff left (laughs) in the tank like bro come on (laughs) and and he certainly didn't prove it right no and the truth is is like sam blum of the athletic like that news was eye-opening to me that he said many of the coaches were told they could pursue other opportunities as their futures with the angels remain in limbo like that wasn't known until Sam reported that yesterday. And the fact that Matt Wise was able to find employment somewhere else, kind of the writing on the wall there was like, hey, dude, you should go yeah. find another job because yeah. otherwise you're going to get fired and you're definitely not staying on as the pitching coach next season. Right. And so, yeah, I think it's it's the best move for any everybody involved. Buddy Carlisle was surprising to me because he seemed to be the only one we ever heard positive news about and so that's a little bit disappointing but look if they're gonna if they're gonna wipe the slate clean and bring in other people that's fine with me
0: fresh voices they're gonna be non-emotional they're not gonna be tied in relationship with these guys to initially start they're gonna be able to say that slider sucks stop throwing it that way that fastball (laughs) like that right you need to throw strikes when you're up oh two figure it out patrick like there's not gonna be that emotional buddy buddy relationship it's gonna be somebody coming in and going. Let's figure this out. Here's what you need to do. So do
1: it. Yeah, exactly. The emotional buddy-buddy relationship will be out the window. And so you could even tell somebody you really love and care about that, no, Matt Wise wasn't saving any any wisdom or bullshit. I'm just
0: kidding. Got it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Hey, friends, coming up on Lockdown Angels, if a uh, new manager is coming in soon, do they need to know if Shohei Otani is going to be part of this team or not? And is that – going to impact the way that they manage in 2024. Well, we'll break that down and talk about that coming right up.
0: Talk on Angels is brought to you by Jace Medical. A lot of uncertainty in our world today, and it's important to be prepared. There's unrest in the Middle East. There's fires in Hawaii that have taken place, earthquakes, hurricanes, tornadoes, and all of these can lead to a supply chain shortage in, in medications or the inability to get medications in a timely manner. And that's why you need a Jace case. Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Just fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, you can jump on the phone with one of their board certified physicians to get started. Jace handles... Everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So go to jacemedical.com and enter our promo code locked on at the checkout, and you'll get $20 off your order. Again, that's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com.
1: Thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. Lockdown Everydayers, we hope you have a great weekend. I know you probably go to some Halloween parties and do a little celebration there because Halloween's on Tuesday. That's crazy. Uh, but we'll be back here on Monday to continue our conversation about the Halos that we'll be having all off season long. And if there's any more news like there was yesterday regarding the coaching staff or anything like that, we'll be sure to update you on Monday. Otherwise, we'll continue our conversation about the Halos and get into all the conversations that you want to talk about so again, Monday, locked on Angels. Join us on Monday. Join us every single weekday because we are here for you through the off season.
0: Our friend Torrid on YouTube left us a question for Fan Mail Friday. He said, although he won't have the power, do you think it would be best if the new manager would know if Otani is staying or not? That is, how much of a difference in managing philosophy is needed for an Otani-less Angels or an Angels with? Otani so really the question that he's asking here is does the manager need to know if Otani's coming back or not Mm -hmm. so let's look at what it might mean if they do bring him back and what it might mean if they don't John start with if they do bring him back
1: yeah if Otani's on this team a manager is going to have to consider a few things first is that in 2024 Otani is going to be a DH only we know that his injury uh, to the uh, elbow is going to keep him from pitching until about 2025 maybe even mid 2025 they're, they're pretty uh, optimistic that he'll be back at the beginning of 2025 to pitch but i i feel like you want to be cautious with that timeline either way the manager is going to have to plan around the fact that otani needs to dh every single day and then a manager whether otani's there or not and if he is and he's not pitching i think they're still going to consider mike whether to have a five-man rotation or a six-man rotation. I know that uh, typically you do have a five-man rotation, but a lot more teams are using a six-man rotation with the, the way that the Angels have been used to pitching on a six-man rotation in the last few years, especially with Otani. You might see that they continue that trend or they might go with a five-man rotation. Either way, Shohei's not going to factor into that equation just yet, but if he does come back and pitch in 2025, maybe you've already want to lay the groundwork for pitchers to be in a six man rotation. Plus, a lot of our Angels have already done that. And then the next thing is that they're going to have to get creative in knowing that Otani's going to need to DH. So the DH spot won't be as available as it might be if Otani's not on this team. That means a manager is going to need to consider how to give guys time off. Like, round rendon or trout or somebody who's you know getting up there and needs to be off their feet um since the dh isn't going to be available all the time so we'll see a schedule similar to what we've already seen because we're used to seeing what shohei otani on this team looks like in that dh spot and then a manager is gonna have to actually know how to manage otani how much do you let him do his own thing in terms of prep and conditioning it seems like otani has a pretty good routine for himself. He knows his body best. So perhaps this new manager coming in is going to need to look to somebody like Perry Manassian to kind of give him advice on how Otani has been managed in the past. But, Mike, what about what this team looks like if there is no Otani? on here how does the manager respond to that
0: quick thought on what you just said i Mm -hmm. i would not be surprised to to see shohei otani pitch next season here's why Mm. look at what's happening with aaron Rodgers and the jets the guy was Mm. already out on the field throwing the ball around and he had Mm -hmm. some procedure they didn't say that he had the typical procedure he had Mm. some other procedure and then notice the language
1: you're saying 2024
0: Possibly, okay. uh, uh, because listen to the language that his agent has has used when they talk about Otani. They didn't necessarily say Tommy John. They said Mm-mm. a procedure, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I I would not be surprised if, when Otani announces where he's signing and a team has a press conference, if they say, "And the plan for him is to pitch in August of 2024," or it, right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I would a not hot take. I, I would not be surprised just because of. Otani is and because of the medical uh, advancements that we have made. And again, I'm going to use Aaron Rodgers as an example. I get that he's not playing yet, but the fact the guy's standing around, jumping around, throwing a football on the field is is pretty remarkable for the, the Achilles tear that he had. And so mm-hmm. maybe that Otani is going to be superhuman as well, and he has access to all of that stuff. I would not be surprised if he is pitching at some point in 2024, which may help with contract negotiations, right? So. Yeah. Let's let's talk about managing without Otani. Obviously, the dh spot would be open and that's good for guys like trout and rendon because both of them are going to need some time off of their feet if rendon even makes it into the lineup right <laughs> if he has feet when he comes yeah. into spring training logan ohoppy is another intriguing name for dh because he is somebody who offensively if he had 162 games he would have had a 40 home run season yeah. as the stats laid out and and adley rutchman is an example of how you can use a catcher in the dh spot and have him in there every day. And if you have somebody like a Matt, uh, Matt Thice or a Max Stassi, like then you can have a really great catcher behind the plate and their batting the lineup along with a Logan Ohoppy. I-, I wonder if maybe a manager, whoever comes in is going to also use the DH spot for some defensive liabilities, some guys who haven't shown mm. to be great defensively, like a Renjifo or Joe Adele, although they have improved. I think the DH spot keeps their bat in the lineup, and I think you want their bat in the lineup because both yeah. of them, especially Renjifo, when he has consistent at-bats, he's proven to be somebody that can be helpful in this lineup. And we, we've seen Otani, and we've seen Trout bat second and third over the last few years. And so I, I think when you look at the lineup, it would... It would seem logical to have a a consistent lineup of somebody that is batting in the DH spot or that is you're utilizing the DH spot so that you don't lose somebody if you need to give them a day off. Think like, yeah. like Sean Ouell, if he needs a day off at first base, or or even like Trout, as as we mentioned. But I think that you can utilize that DH spot up and down the lineup so that you can keep a hot bat in the lineup, but maybe get them off of their feet, right?
1: Yeah, I think if you consider Sean Ouell leading off, I wonder if Trout still bats second, or maybe he's batting third, and... Maybe you have Moniac at second or sure. Ward or Renjifo. Maybe even Drury uh, bats there as well. So, yeah, you got to consider that lineup, what it's going to look like without Shohei Otani. Mike, we got a good voicemail here. Let's go to that one right now.
0: Hi, guys. This is Brett from San Antonio, Texas, but I am an Angels fan. And I want to get your take on why you think Buck Showalter wants to come to Anaheim. I'm a little confused by that. Thanks, guys. That's a question for Fan Mail Friday. Hope you have a great day. Hmm. Brett Love from that.
1: San Antonio, thank you for your question. How come everybody who calls has better voices for <laughs> He's got a great radio. radio voice. I know. He's got a great radio voice. Podcast, Brett. Bro. <laughs> you need a show, bro. All right. Uh, so he's asking, why do we think B- Buck Showalter wants to come to Anaheim? I mean, consider a couple things, Mike. Like, there's more than one opening for a managerial position at right. the moment. And Buck seems to be connected to the Angels. Is it because of his connection with Perry back to their Texas Rangers days? Mm. Is it the incentive to want to guide a young team to the next level? Is that something that Buck's interested in? Because at this point, this is not a team that's guaranteed to get to the playoffs or even get a World Series. And so it kind of makes you wonder, doesn't Buck want that? Does Buck want to get to and win a World Series? It doesn't seem like that would happen with this version of the Halo team right now. So... What is it about Buck coming
0: to the Angels? Why Why do you think he would want to be here? I think it's a combination of all of those, Johnny. But quite honestly, like, this is not an unattractive job. And the fact that the Angels oh, have a yeah. you know, losing team, I think that this narrative out there, like, oh, it's a dumpster fire and everybody's going to stay away from it. No, no, no. The A's are a dumpster fire, right? Like, that, that that's a place <laughs> that you probably wouldn't want to go and coach. But in this place, they do spend some money. And in the parameters that, that Artie has set up, they have spent money and they have bumped up against the luxury tax. They did go over it when they made trades. And so I think that there's a lot of good. And I think for somebody like Buck, he could come in, there's no expectation and he could take this mm. team and they win 90 games and they get to the playoffs and he'd be a hero, right? Like mm. he'd be the, the guy we'd celebrate as much as we'd celebrate Mike Sosha And so I think that he sees the young talent. I think that he sees a young, uh, a young guy like Perry Manassian leading. And, and I think he sees this, as an opportunity to maybe put its fingerprints and thumbprints on a team that has been terrible for over 10 years. And why not come in and ride off into the sunset? Maybe you're here for a couple of years and you lead this team to the playoffs a couple of times. Perhaps you get lucky and you win a world series. Like that would be incredible. And and I think that any sort of manager that has experience would go, yeah, I'll take that. I'd love to Mm. come there and knock it out of the park.
1: Yeah. I mean, and look, it's a good gig, like being on the West coast and Near the beach and whatnot, too. But I think you're right, Mike. I think he can come into this this season if it's him and not have any expectations. It's not a matter of, like, Buck, you better get us to the playoffs, sure. young man. Like, that's not, that's not going to be the expectation. That might be the outward language that the yes. Angels use, but I don't think that that's going to be the expectation. And so, yeah, I think that's a big part of it is just he wants to get in and get his fingerprints on this and leave an impact. I I think you're right on the money with that one.
0: Locked on Angels is brought to you by Ibotta. Holidays are coming, which means family get togethers and, I know you are going to spend a lot of money on my Christmas gift, John, but here's good news (laughs) is that when you go out and purchase the Thanksgiving meal that mom is going to cook for us, you can get money back. With Ibotta, you can get your turkey and all your favorite sides for free starting November 1st and for the fourth year in a row. Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. All you have to do is shop at some of your local favorite retailers and then just upload your receipt. Down, and you know, mom's not going to do that, and dad doesn't know how. So you're going to have to help him out. (laughs) Download the Ibotta app right now. Use our promo code MLB and get a hundred dollars. I'm sorry, a hundred percent cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Again, go to the Apple Store, Google Play Store, download the free Ibotta app, and use our promo code MLB. That's I B O T T A Ibotta in the Google Play Store or the Apple Store, and use our promo code MLB.
1: Last round of questions for this fan mail Friday. Uh, the next one comes from Bill Flitcraft on YouTube. Quick question here. Uh, what do you think is the future of David Fletcher and the angels, especially in 2024? Mike, can I just say really fast? I I, I still like David Fletcher. I think he's a great guy, a yep. great player when he's in there. I just don't think they're going to be counting on him. It no. seems like all indications are that th- they're not over him, but like, I don't think he's a, guy that you're like man I can't wait to see him play second base yeah or or what have you I think I feel like they moved on now I will say if Buck Showalter gets the job he's a big fan of David Fletcher remember Mm -hmm. that clip going around of him on MLB Network talking about him being super underrated but also he was sharing that clip or he was saying that and that clip was from the time where Fletcher was on that amazing hitting streak and and was like the best player back in like June of 21 for
0: us so Uh, Yeah, for me, I don't think Fletcher is somebody they're going to be counting on. But what about you? Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, Jeff Fletcher, David's cousin. Uh, no, it's not. But uh, Jeff Fletcher wrote a really good article with the OC Register about David Fletcher and trying to earn the right to come back. I, I do think that they've moved on from Fletch because Fletch is kind of ambiguous about like what his role will be, and even during the season he wasn't sure. He didn't hear from anybody at the major league level, like where he was going to be and if he was going to come back up. I think they're moving on. I think they're going to move to some of the younger guys. I could see. I'd rather see a Kyron Paris in there than a David Fletcher and let him prove himself. And and it's probably some contract issue as well. Like they don't want to have to pay him and things like that so it might be wise if they just trade him and and let him go I think if they traded a David Fletcher and maybe even traded a Max Stassi and got some young arms if they can get some young arms or some young players that might be a really wise move for the Angels this offseason
1: here's what confuses me is that the the contract manipulation if you're so concerned about you know David Fletcher leaving your team then why are you keeping him around to hit that uh the five years of service time right so it's it's the whole situation is confusing I don't even think they have a clear plan so Bill unfortunately I don't think that we can answer that question because I don't think the Angels can answer that question
0: for you right now Uh,
1: Kurt from YouTube said are there any updates on Trout, Ward, Gio Rochella, Joyce a lot of players uh, and Otani and Rendon's injuries all you have to do is look at this list and you can see what happened to the Angels this year and Uh, Kurt you're right and there's a lot of ridiculous injuries this year but let me just run through these real fast trout should be ready for spring training ward is a little bit questionable for spring training he's gonna have to work on his timing at the plate and then also kind of the mental obstacle of getting over being hit in the face with a fastball because I think that's gonna be really hard to overcome when you're at the plate Uh, hitters really have to work to come back from that Uh, Gio Rochelle is going to be a free agent and he should be good to go by spring training so it's unclear where he's going to end up if the Angels will re-sign him. Ben Joyce is healthy. He came back before the end of the season and looked really good. Uh, Sam Bachman uh, w- uh, underwent shoulder or arthroscopic cleanup on his shoulder. So he had a little bit of surgery on October 3rd. Uh, Manossian said that he's ready to go by spring training. Luis Renhifo had his torn bicep repaired by surgery in mid-September. Chris Rodriguez actually had a setback, Mike. He pitched a game in single A for the first time in two years. Yeah. And then and then was shut down. That was uh, about September 29th, I think. Hmm. Uh, and then Otani, you know, we talked about him and how he'll DH next year. I'm I'm giving you the hot take right there, dude. If you think that he's gonna be back and and pitching in 2024, I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah. And so mark it down. Mike Frisch of the Super Halo Bros was the first one to to call that one. And then finally Rendon should be able to go by spring training should is the awkward yeah. word there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Johnny, we got a, a voicemail from Dan the farmer. Unfortunately, it was really, really choppy when he was out on the farm. It didn't come through very well, right? <laughs> so, uh, but we did get a printout of what he asked. And so he said, I know you hate to hear it, but baseball turns out to be a game of luck. I know you like to bash the angels. We'll address that uh, for this. And how about the Yankees and the Mets? And all of those other teams that spent a lot. If the Angels stayed healthy and everything would have happened just at the right time, like it did for the Diamondbacks and for the Phillies, the Halos could have been there. But that's just the odds. You win a World Championship on average every 32 years, and that's if the other teams don't get lucky and win four or five or six. I know it's part <laughs> of your job, but it's a game of inches and a game of luck, sadly. So, Johnny, could I just say, let's be clear: we we don't have this show as a platform to bash the Angels. In fact, oh no, you and I, <laughs> you and I are are accused of being way too positive way too positive right like (laughs) way too positive and 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 that's that's just the reality now we do talk honestly about the angels shortcomings in their player development and how they spend money and ownership and our goal is to address the shortcomings, not just knock them and bash them and we like to bring solutions and so when people say nothing changes until already sells well okay, we, we're with you, but we also think that it's important to talk about, like, what would be the solutions in the sandbox that Artie has created?
1: Yeah, there's, I mean, look, as much as we are fed up with Artie Marino and his crew, the fact is, is a lot of other teams are dealing with garbage decisions as well, too. Yeah. So they're operating within that. But, Mike, really quick, going back to Dan, I love Dan the farmer, I love that, from yeah. Wisconsin. Regarding injuries, it's not It's not incorrect the Angels had a ton of injuries and that things would have gone better if they hadn't had to deal with so many. And honestly, they were a good team until they got hurt. They weren't the best team in baseball. They certainly weren't the worst team either. And we believe that they could easily get the third wild card spot. And by all accounts, the way sh- things shook out, they were right there until everybody started getting hurt. And right. if, the, if they had continued on the way that they did, I think it would have been just fine. So I'm not sure where the idea that bashing – comes from. Cause I feel like we supported the team all throughout until sure. things got really bad, but either way, it's a ridiculous amount of injuries, but also going back to their shortcomings. I mean, they, they have to have the ability to rely on players within their system to come in and replace those injuries. And they tried to do that with trading and they went out and got Moustakis and Escobar when Gio Rochella was hurting and Taylor Ward got hurt. So they went out and got Grichuk. They also got Krohn in that trade. But the fact is, the trades they made turned out to be bad, and so you can chalk that up to bad luck or maybe even bad scouting or data or even team chemistry at the end of the day uh,
0: when it comes to injuries. Right, absolutely. I think when it comes to, like, luck as well, like, yeah, I, I get that luck is a part of it, but there's there's a whole lot of examples that we could use that would talk about, like, how luck didn't go our way, like a Brandon Drury double that didn't go over the wall against the Mariners, or did go over the wall against the Mariners, right, and tied the game instead of uh, help. Uh, Instead of tying the game, it helped It helped the other team, right? It stopped a runner at third. There's been bad decisions. There's been bad practices. There's There's been a lot of bad with with the Angels. So I think luck does have to do with it. But I also think that if you have a really good coaching staff and you have really good decision makers around you, then those bad luck moments turn into good luck moments because you're making good decisions and you're hitting when it's necessary. You're hitting with runners in scoring position. The truth is, is that some of those moments – were so huge and magnified because the Angels didn't come through in moments prior to that. Yeah, like
1: like bad luck is Joe
0: Adele comes up to replace Trout and then he
1: gets hurt, but bad practice is Joe Adele got hurt because of his oblique and the Angels had a ton of oblique injuries. So yeah. what's the deal with the training staff? I think that's what we're trying to point out here is like, there's there's bad luck and there's bad decisions and bad practices. Like you lose Zach Neto to injury and that's bad luck, but a bad practice is you leave you leave david fletcher in AAA and run out andrew velasquez every single day so right. at the end of the day there you got to thread the needle of yeah Every all 30 teams are dealing with bad luck in a game of inches but when it comes to this show and talking about the angels we have to identify what their issues have been and what they continue to be and they have to be responsible and take responsibility for what they can change not the bad luck that's out of their hands
0: Hey, thanks for making Locked on Angels your first listen of the day. Remember, we're here Monday through Friday with all of your Angels content. And if you want to reach out to us, you can on social media. Johnny, tell them how. Yeah, get at us at Locked on Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter. And Instagram. Mike, what do we have on deck for Monday's show? All right. Who's gonna be the pitching coach? That's the biggest question, right? And so we're <laughs> gonna throw some names out there. We're gonna talk about if it gets influenced by the manager. All of those conversations are gonna happen on Monday on Locked On Angels. All right, friends. Thanks for being here with us. We hope you have a great weekend. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike,
1: and that's my brother John. Have yourself a great weekend. Stay safe you're going to Halloween parties, and we'll see you back here on Monday.